and welcome to the Below the Bleachers podcast. I am your host, Emmett Demelo, and I am excited to have you here with me today. This podcast is for my senior project. I'm a senior in high school. I'm almost over it, but the last thing I need to do is my senior project, and I thought no better way but to voice my love for baseball and a podcast all about baseball. Today, I want to go over some hot and cold streaks as we dig into the recent MLB happenings. But before we do that, why don't we kick it off with some recent news? The biggest news story right now is Shohei Otani's torn UCL last night against the Reds. Shohei came out of a start with a torn UCL, and he will only hit for the rest of the season. This tanks the Angels' playoff chances. It is practically gone without their best player on the mound. They will still have him in the field, but I doubt it makes that much of a difference, even though he is at an MVP pace. Tragic for the Angels, but moving on. Padres reliever Robert Suarez was ejected from a relief appearance after being checked for sticky substances. He is the fourth player to be ejected for this reason. Another player for, to be ejected for this is Max Scherzer. You can't help but remember that. Robert Suarez, it's tough It's tough to talk about because it's illegal, but it's happened before it's going to happen again. It just it, It's not great for the sport, but it will happen. Moving on to more top news, Wander Franco was placed on indefinitely from baseball after an investigation into a potential domestic case. Wander Franco's season is over because of this. We all know this. We all know what happened. Maybe Dayton, what he shouldn't have been, not good for him. His career might as well be over, in my opinion. I just, This cannot happen. Not in the sport. Not out of the sport. This is not okay. The Rays now put in a tough situation. They've been troubled by injuries all year. You can't help but think of Shane McClanahan or Jeffrey Springs, who went down way earlier this season. But the Rays are still in the playoff mix. Now they have to rely on shortstops Taylor Walls and Oselvis Basabi. This is, it's going to get tough for the Rays. I personally, I don't think they got a chance. Even if they make the playoffs, I don't know if they'll win a game. It's they don't really got much left. They got their stars are gone. Shane McClanahan, Wander Franco, they're gone, and they're leaning on a steady group of young and veteran studs. However, are they good enough to keep it together without their big stars? We will have to see, but it will get tough incoming for the Rays. And now changing speeds, let's dive into the meat of this episode and talk about some hot and cold streaks going on at the moment in the MLB. I've got six teams, two hot and four cold that I want to dive into and see how their season has changed over the last couple of weeks. Starting off with the Yankees who are 0-8 in their last eight contests. This run has been absolutely abysmal for this team. I mean, their offense has been horrendous. Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, Anthony Rizzo, they haven't really done anything over the last couple couple days. And this team is struggling because of it. They are 23rd in the league in RBIs. 
and their team average is 230, which is 29th in the league. That is horrible. Only 13 and 19 in one-run games this year. It's no wonder that this team is struggling as of late. This run has pushed the Yankees all the way to the bottom in their division. They're at 60 and 64 and nine games out of the wild card. You start to wonder if this team really has no chance of the playoffs this year after it was essentially promised as from their GM, Brian Cashman, earlier this year. It would be a miracle if the Yankees, I think, even got sniffed the playoffs. They, they honestly have no chance right now sitting the way they are. All right. That out of the way. Let's move on to a good team. Let's look at the Dodgers. 17-2 and two in their last 19 contests. Top five in doubles, homers. I mean, that is crazy good, especially from their huge stack of stars, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman leading the way. They have the third most runs in the league on offense. That's not to mention their pitchers, who have been crazy good recently. Clayton Kershaw is stepping it up. Julio Rivas just got back from the injured list, and they're getting Walker Buehler back soon. And their injuries in the whole team have been, other than that, almost non-existent. They have been great over this past couple of weeks, and they will keep it up. I guarantee it. This team is just too good not to contend right now. I see them winning the division. I see them going all the way to the World Series if possible, if they can beat the Braves, which are also on a crazy good streak. But we shall see. Moving on to the other side of good, bad, the White Sox. 2-8 and eight recently. The only way to explain this team is dumpster fire. It's that simple. They've given up the most home runs in the AL. They have bottom five in slugging percentage. And they're horrible versus right-handed pitchers. Andrew Benintendi, Tim Anderson, and Yasmani Grandal have all been horrible. And they're the three key pieces of this offense other than Luis Robert. Their pitching has been pretty bad. Mike Clevenger is the only bright spot, but that's only as of recent. They have a winning record versus the AL Central somehow. But the only reason that is is because the people that play are the Guardians, the Tigers, who are horrible, the Royals, who are horrible, and the Twins, who can't beat anybody in clutch situations. The only good out of this team recently was that they fired their GM, Rick Hahn, and President Ken Williams. Changes ahead are likely. Whether that be good or bad, it's good for the White Sox to get change in the front office because they have not had that in years. They definitely are not salvaging this season, but they might be able to salvage a future if their new GM can pick up in a good spot. Moving on to a better team, let's look at the Mariners, who are 9-0 and in their last nine. It's hard not to think of Julio Rodriguez right now. He has been quite insane. He had the streak of 17 hits in four games, which is an MLB record. And they their offense, although okay, is carried, and I mean carried, by this starting pitching rotation that has been amazing. Luis Castillo, Logan Gilbert, Brian Wu, they've all done amazing. And it's they have the second best ERA in the league, the best whip in the league, and they're just killing their divisional opponents. They just swept the Astros. They're 22 and 11 versus the AL West. It's hard not to see them getting better. And seeing that they're just getting better now gives them hope for the postseason. It is really hard not to see the good in the Mariners right now. I am just, they are exciting to watch. They've got a really good young star in Rodriguez. 
and their starting pitching is great. It's hard not to be excited about this team. Something to not be excited about, however, is San Francisco, who are 3-7 and seven in their last 10. Since the start of August, they are last in the NL for batting average, last in the NL for ISO power, and last in the NL in war. This is bad, guys. This is bad. Their bats are horrible. I can see the starting pitching doing fine. But what is what good is in the bats right now? They just called up top prospect Marco Luciano, and they just called up top pitching prospect Kyle Harrison. So maybe they pick it up with some youth. But other than that, the the good is gone. They had a really hot streak in July. But all that has faded instantly over the last bit of August. If they can't pick it up, especially versus the NL West, who are they are 11 and 16 against, they will not have a good summer. I tell you that. Crazy to see because the Diamondbacks fell out of the playoff race a little bit ago, but they climbed back. The Giants are doing the same exact thing. So I wonder if they pick it up like the Diamondbacks did as of recently. That is the Los Angeles Angels. They've really been on a cold streak since the All-Star break, but in their last 10, they are 3-7. and seven. This offense is... I said the Giants were bad. This is bad. They are last in the league in war and offensive rating since the start of August. Their war is negative 1.3, and their offensive rating is negative 30. That is... Oh my gosh, that is bad. They have the highest strikeout rate in the AL at 27.4%. And there's not a lot of hope other than Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, who is coming back off the injured list. Even though they have their stars right back where they want them, they are out of the AL West race. And they are probably out of it for good. The Mariners are hot. The Astros are still building. And the Rangers are still on top. There's, there's just no way. No way that the Angels climb back into this race. I can't I can't believe in these guys. After the season they've had recently, this is there's no way to pick it up. And it's tough to see. It's tough to see these stars, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. They've been yearning for the postseason, but this team just not is not well equipped for it. Even though they tried to put together an offense, they keep trading, they keep building in free agency, but they're Star power in the prospect system is very, very limited, and they need a couple studs. They just brought up their 2023 first-round draft pick, which is the first of the 2023 draft. But all I see from that is that their prospect rankings and their system is depleted. Like, they've got nothing there. And they need something. They need to build, at least for a little bit. The only solution I see is trading Shohei, which isn't likely because he would probably leave in free agency, or even trading Trout, which sucks for Angels fans. It sucks for Angels fans, and it sucks for Trout. But it's it's the only necessary thing to do to build this team back to what it can be. I almost said what it was, but it hasn't really been something in a while. And there you have it, six teams too hot for cold. They're heading in different directions, that is for sure. I want to thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the Below the Bleachers podcast. I hope to keep this going. I'm so excited to be doing this, and I can't wait to see what comes next. I think next time we're going to be talking about 
some trade deadline winners and losers, some players that are doing great and some players that are struggling after traded to new teams. Thanks for coming with me on this one. I'll see you in the next episode.